The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. Good day, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers in the house, and anybody else I may miss to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution, not to see who's on the right or left, but who is on the straight and narrow. Whoa. You know what? Gonna have to watch that thing, aren't I? I? I don't know what it is about this these programs and stuff. They just... And I know to, to go ahead and change this one because it was staying one time. Anyway, I don't want to explain. <laughs> Welcome to the Sons of Liberty and your comic relief host, Tim Brown. Uh, <clears throat> no, I'm just I'm just teasing. Somebody made a mention in a comment the other day. It says, oh, this guy is in there. He's interrupting Dr. Lee and this, that, and it. Dr. Lee and I are friends, so we're going to have a conversation, okay? Um, but, yeah, sometimes there are things that are that just happen out of my control. Sorry about that. Welcome to the Sons of Liberty. Okay. Uh, if you would like to check us out online, please do so. SonsofLibertyRadio.com. Also, SonsofLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of the radio, you want to watch the video portion of the radio show. That's right. You see the face that's made for radio. Head over to SonsofLibertyMedia.com. There you're going to see two videos at the top of the page. By the way, how many of you guys who are here in the morning chat, I don't know about, uh, in well, in the radio audience, some of you guys may listen to Bradley in the afternoon. If you don't, you can catch him at SonsofLibertyMedia.com, 3 p.m. Eastern. If you haven't heard him, experience that. Seriously. Um, you know, our foundations of the Bible and the Constitution. If you like the morning show, you're probably going to like the, the afternoon show. Now, Bradley's different. His gift is different. His is finger pointing. It's that, you know, it's it's like the prophets in the Old Testament. It's pointing back to the law and it points to the people, right? Um, <clears throat> he's got a different gift than I do, uh, but I, the message is the same: stop sinning, honor God, honor the King, right? Um, do what you're supposed to do before God. Obey Him according to His word, and you can't obey. Look, guys, here's a little. Um, here's a little before we we go on. Here's a little, uh, uh, what do they call it, spoiler. Okay, you ready? You cannot honor God if you don't read the Bible. You can't. Because you have no way of discerning what is his will and what isn't his will. you, you got to be in the Bible. If you tell me that you're a follower of Christ and you're never putting it in, I don't care if you're, if you're, if you're reading it, if you're listening to it, if you have somebody else read it to you, whatever. If you're not taking the time to plant the seeds of the Word of God in you, don't, don't call yourself a follower of Christ. I don't care what pray you, prayer you pay, prayed that the preacher told you to pray. Um, yeah, 
you're, you're going to have to do something a little bit different than that, all right? And, and that is, the Bible says that you must be born again. And that's something that God does in you through the preaching of his word. This is why you need to listen to it. This is why you need to hear it, okay? All right, so <clears throat> anyway, off, got off topic there just a little bit. SonsofLibertyMedia.com. The one on the left side is Bradley's show from yesterday. And again, Bradley's carrying over this week. You guys like that? You enjoying that? Uh, you guys in the chat, because I know a lot of you listen in the afternoon. Uh, carrying over. I, I'm glad he finally seen that. We've been talking. I told him, I said, you need to just go ahead and carry over, man. If you got the time, carry over 30 minutes or an hour. And he's been doing that, so I think the people are enjoying that. So you can catch that on the left side of the page. On the right side of the page is where we're at. Click on the play button. Blow it up on whatever device you've got. Look for the Rumble icon, bottom right-hand corner. Click on that. Join us in the chat on Rumble. I'd love to have you over there. Good morning to you guys, by the way, uh, over there on Rumble. And also... <clears throat> Excuse me, please subscribe to that channel, Sons of Liberty Radio Live, Sons of Liberty Radio Live on Rumble. And then also, before it's news.com, top of the page over there. Bazlibertymedia.com. Uh, I don't have my ad blocker on, so it will be, if you've got an ad blocker, to be right here at the top. If not, just scroll down past this little set. We're, we're trying to help some guys out who are friends of ours. Um, this is how they make their money with advertising, so uh, those are on there. The the Right up under where you can. Um, where you're watching the video, if you'll scroll down, there's a place where you can sign up for our email uh, newsletter that goes out once a day, late afternoon, early evening. And um, that contains all of the articles we have for the day, including the morning show archive. So be sure and, um, and check that out. SonsofLibertyMedia.com. SonsofLibertyMedia.com. Also, the store is available. You can get there from SonsofLibertyMedia.com or by going there directly, the Sons of Liberty. Dot squarespace.com. Don't forget the in front of it. TheSonsOfLiberty.squarespace.com. We've been selling these. This is Bradley's second book. And again, guys, the the book, it's not so much about an, uh, the money to fund the ministry. Um, if you know Bradley, <laughs> about writer, when I say I'm not a good writer, I'm not necessarily a good radio show host or stuff like this, these are things that just the opportunities come by where the Lord gives us opportunities. So we want to take advantage of it, whether we're qualified for it or not. Um, and uh, Bradley is 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 not a writer, but he does have an ability to communicate his thoughts there. And so he he's put these down on paper. He spent several months last summer, 2023, and still finishing up this third book. But he wrote three books. The first one was Soldier of the Cross. We told you about that. That's available in our store. And we've got a bundle package, shirt, book, and dog tags, your choice, starting at $34. And then this one, all the profits were pointing to the front. That's $10. That's available in our store. And soon we're going to have the new one. It's Children of the Apostate. Now, I'm going to tell you one of the best little books that I got was one of these little Puritan paperbacks. It was um, uh, John Owen dealing with the issue of apostasy. Uh, on, on, when you look at the issue of apostasy, one of the things that Owen points out is the first step of apostasy is sexual morality. Are you, are you seeing that in America? Are you seeing that, you guys who listen uh, on Saturdays from uh, Europe? Are, are you seeing that in your countries? Yep, you're seeing that. You're exactly seeing that. Why? Because it goes, man's sinful state goes to his base state. And uh, Owen points that out great. But, uh, but Bradley has a new book. I, I haven't been able to read it. It's longer than the other two shorter books uh, that we mentioned, and it's called Children of the Apostate. So we're going to have that, I hope, within the month or so. We'll be sharing that with you if you're interested in looking, that, looking at that. 
I think it's beneficial, uh, especially for you guys who are looking to the Scriptures for what God has said and how you're going to govern your life and such. Uh, th- now, look, this week, up until Dr. Lee, uh, we were covering cancer. On Wednesday, we covered with Megan Smith um, <clears throat> the standard of care. Uh, she had also done the video on breast cancer as well. And I told you I wasn't going to put that out to you guys simply because I know how men are. Uh, it's the struggle that we all have. And I couldn't, in good conscience, send you over there. I told her this, by the way. Um, so I wasn't, I'm not talking behind her back. But you women, uh, head over there. You, you can find it. Put in Megan Smith and breast cancer, and you'll find it. And watch that for the information. But I don't want to put that in front of the men just simply because I know men. Okay. And women are the prim- primary targets of this. And when I say target, I mean target. They are targeting you women. They're telling you to do all the things that's going to give you breast cancer, uh, allow them to cut you, dissect you, remove things from you, put you through uh, excruciating pain, and ultimately a terrible death. And I don't say that jokingly or with a tenfold hat on. I, I know you guys see I got a different hat on today. This is my normal uh, headgear or a cowboy hat, one, one or the other. That's my normal headgear. Uh, but we're going to talk a little bit about, for the men's side today, <laughs> uh, with our nurse and nutritionist, Kate Shimrani. And uh, good morning, Kate. Good to see you. Good morning. And you know, before I get onto that, Tim, I can't, uh, I can't help but... Um... I can't help but go, sorry, I had to just post your show on Twitter. I can't help but two, two things. I, I want to cover what you've just said um, and give everyone an update. My hands are covered in turmeric. My nails are green. So I get up on a Saturday at five o'clock and I have to get everything ready. I feed the dogs, the cats. I get things, start to get prepped for my daughter, making her coffee and her turmeric drink and what she's going to have when she wakes up. And then I have a, a two hour show from eight till 10 with two guests on TNT. And since I came off that show, I have literally made juices, made salad, made soup, made bread, made everything. Um, and done. she's already done two enemas and going and I'll give you an update there as well and I'll give you an update about as far as I can with what she's issued uh, and what we've had to do because of these gangsters uh, at the hospital um what what I will say is I just want to say a couple of things first faith in God favors good health religious substance and private devotion strengthen a person's religious belief system amen religious belief systems in turn when accompanied by a high level of religious certainty have a substantial positive influence on well-being individuals with strong religious faith report higher levels of life satisfaction greater personal happiness fewer negative psychosocial consequences of traumatic life events my faith has um taken me to the place where i think oh i i i can't do all this um, how am I going to do it all? Because I'm still doing mine and I'm inducing a little bit behind with my work. Please forgive me a couple of people that are waiting for their programs. I did them in priority of severity of illness of those that came to me. Um, so, so I'm a little bit behind. But the ladies that had cancer um, that were very sick, one of them, I had to do that first. 
Anyway, but I have managed to do it because I have faith in the Lord, and it's as though he stops the clock. Amen. And I've managed to get the dogs out for a walk. Now, We, um, I am seeing, uh, where is the book? Not here. I am seeing what is described in German New Medicine. I am seeing it full on, and everything, again, that I thought was correct is being challenged. Because the Lord gives us things to, to resolve, to sort out, to to find a way. Well, he's and, there's a testing. There's a testing, Kate. And by the way, you'll like this. You guys asked for it, okay? So, I mean, you asked for it. Here it is. There's, there's my hat. The letter Stetson. The Now, I've got other ones, too, but uh, this is the one that I wear when I dress up. So, th- there you go. Um, but, yeah, you made the point... Uh, or, or the Bible makes the point, God is testing us. He puts mm. us in there to say, okay, you're saying you believe in me? Let's let's put it in real life. Um, you know, not to drag your daughter into that, but that is an issue of what you're doing there, too. You're testing out. God is testing you to say, do you really believe me in all the things you say? You did it for yourself. Will you, will you trust me with your daughter? And you are trusting you with the daughter. And the same thing is true with any of this. I played right before we played the Kate Shimerani from Casper McLeod uh, on the show on Saturday, but then we played uh, Rich Mullins, um, The Screen Door. And he said, faith without works is like a song you can't see. It's about as useless as a screen door on a battle, on a submarine. I'm sorry, <laughs> I about messed that up. That's exactly what it is. Do you believe what God said or do you not believe what God said? Yeah, and you know, it, I'm not going to lie. It's it's hard work. Uh, you know, when I get into bed and I'm exhausted, I don't even have time. It sounds a bit lame. Um, I don't have time to to put anything else in because I have to be so focused. Because I've still got to work. We've still got to put load the social media up. We've still got to do the research, and I, you know, like when I said I I, I won't be. I've said to people when they say. Oh, do you want to come around? I say, I can't manage that. I have to acknowledge where I'm really, really focused. And my task is is the greatest task I've been given to save my daughter's life. Well, she's doing it herself. I can put it before her. She's a 22-year-old, nearly 23. And um, when, and I have to thank Stuart Wilkie. When we started to look at tumor markers and what they use uh going on the back of what megan said you know when they come in with chemotherapy in america and i'm sure it's the same here they don't get their payment and from some companies until they've given the third dose so because some of the patients will die at the first dose when they get to the second dose they often give the second and third dose together so that they trigger the payment in case the patient dies can you believe that This is what these pimps do with chemotherapy. Now, when a body is already sick, it makes no sense to make it more sick. Uh, But anyway, we looked at these markers and we found that you can find these, a lot of these markers in everybody, everybody. But what's really interesting is the pharmaceutical companies that make the drugs decide on the markers. So, when we looked at some of the drugs my daughter was given and the side effects, they gave you the symptoms of what they were saying 
was not a definitive diagnosis for her, but a differential one, a likely one. So they were going to treat it hardcore, make her infertile, possibly kill her. One in five don't survive. And she said, no, I'm not doing that. And yeah, good for her. And that consultant, uh, and, and we will talk about it later. My daughter has issued a cease and desist order, a complaint. She's had an assessment done by a psychiatrist that states she has full capacity. She's 23. She can make her own decisions. And where coercion has been suggested, but they've even stated that there is no evidence. So they got, uh, they decided they would try and go for um, safeguarding on the police. She's 23. Um, she's gone on attack. The best form of defense is your word. And she's used her word properly with guidance, not from us. And um, it was, it was they who were using the total embodiment of, of, of coercion. Disgusting. There was no name banned. There was no consent signed. Anyway, I hey, will keep... Can I ask you something about that? Uh, because I think this is very pertinent to what people are doing in their own lives. They're hearing what you're saying. Um, you know, occasionally I get updates from you during the week as to how things are going. I know you're very busy because you're taking care of your patients. And now you're ha your daughter is your, I'm sorry, patients. Your, um, what do they call it? Your students. You're taking care of your students. And your, your, your daughter has now become a student who is uh, actually excelling. Uh, I think if you were the teacher and you were to write something to the parent, which is yourself, you would, tell, you would say that your, your student is doing very well because the Lord is humbling her. He's teaching her through you what you've been doing. You're... He is. She's, he, she's very yeah. humble. I want, I want to say this because people don't hear it. And I'm not going to talk, about our, I'm not going to talk about our, our stuff that's confidential, but people don't hear it from Kate off air. They think, some people think, Kate, you probably put this on as a show, whatever. But Kate has been one to say, I know the Lord is testing me to see if I really believe what I know. And Bradley's been talking about this, the word of our testimony. We don't speak about things that we don't know. We speak about things that the Lord has wrought through us and that he's doing through us. And you're doing that. And people don't hear it behind the scenes because we just have an hour, hour and a half or whatever. But... I know the Lord is working in there, and you're confident in Him, but it's still one of those things of, Lord, show yourself strong through me, because frankly, without you, I don't know what I'm doing. And you're, and, and He is proving Himself, and I want, I want people to know, He is proving Himself through what He's taught you, and Kate is not to be praised in this. The Lord is to be praised because He's the only one who can bring healing. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, what I... What I see, and, it, and it's hard because when you uh, are detoxing, you can get, you can vomit, you get diarrhea because you've got to get rid of all that stuff. And anyone who, you know, you had Dr. Patrick Vickers on talking about the Gerson therapy and this is what she's doing as well as lots of other things. And she is embracing it. You know, she's, she is straight in the, the bathroom. She's on the beamer mat. She's doing it all. And um, she's watching me. You know, I was there with these little scales, <laughs> like uh, these little digital scales, measuring out melatonin. Uh, and she went, they look like drug scales. And I went, yeah, and it's white powder. And I went, don't wait for me. It's expensive. 
And as she's getting it, she got a bit of a hand and she's licking her hand. And, um, you know, the, I, I said, you need to watch those liver capsules because the cat will eat them. I mean, we've it's we've had every spectacular thing that happened to me, happened to my daughter. My hands are sore with being in water and juices. And I just want to say a big hello, actually, to Joyce. She knows who she is, another nurse. Oh, she sends me the most beautiful prayers and Simone Plough and, and everyone. But look, Stuart and I looked at these markers. We were like, hang on a minute. What's really going on here? Now, you see, I personally don't believe in, in the main thoughts of cancer anymore. I don't. I believe more in German new medicine totally. And the guy who came across it, what did they do as soon as he proved he was correct? With Siemens, with the CT scan, they jailed him. Now he's in South America. Um, wow. Doctor, they said, this is incredible. And they said, but if it gets out, it's the end of medicine. So they jailed him. And they will come after you at every opportunity. Um, so this is a very, very, uh, it's a challenging time. And you know what I'm acutely aware of? Um, uh, being, being impeccable. I think it was... A Mexican guy. I had a book years ago, a little book. Riem is um, be impeccable with your word, which the Lord tells us. So, being mindful that your words are casting spells, and so you know, with my daughter, and she'll say, "Oh, I this," and I said, "No, no, no let's change that round." And my friend Andrew reminds me of this as well. Um, you know, it's challenging, but I will overcome. And we we go off to hyperbaric, and this is a great time. There's a supermarket nearby that sells organic. So it's a time when I call my ex-husband, give him his update. We have an industrial-sized um, ozonator. Thank you to a man called Terry, with who sent me even more ozone. And he sent me the hydronated water flask. Terry, Terry, contact me. I want to get you. I, oh, get you I, will, I will sort that out later because it's great. I gave it to the younger daughter, who's a big gym body, who's mega fit. She went, I don't know what was in that stuff, but I managed to double bench press i mean that's what i'm using <laughs> so this is great liquid ozone so we're doing it all she's using the glutathione the glutathione by life wave and she's using the ice wave now what's really interesting it was a big mass down a mediastinum but now it's kind of moved it's not there anymore <laughs> it's over here it's gone soft um sort of under the arm. We can't we can't go for another scan yet. We don't want to go for another scan yet because it's too early. So we're going on symptoms. And she's having more good days than bad days now. Yeah, and, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And you know when those bad days come, let me tell you, last night was one of them. One o'clock, I was up. Then I was listening with one ear. Two o'clock, I fell asleep. Four o'clock, I was awake researching and I was out of the bed at five. So, you know, I'm pretty tired. So for those critters out there that have said, oh, she looks really tired. Yeah, I do. I do look tired. But when I sleep, I, I, I never lie awake. I sleep like a baby, clean conscience. But anyway, look. The Lord gives his saints sleep, the Bible says. That's what he says. Yeah. And I go on the forest. I do all my prayers. I pray over her. I pray when she's awake. I pray over her. I put my hand on her chest. Psalm 91, Psalm 23. Over and over. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. 
And uh, Psalm 23, I absolutely love because I think that one fits perfectly to the situation. Yea, though I walk through the valley of death, I shall fear no evil for thou art with me. Thy rod and my staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil and my cup runneth over. Come on, Sister Kate, bring it down. That's how how we would say it here. Bring it down there. That's good. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Where is the house of the Lord? It's within, the Christ within. Amen. Now, in the UK, I tell you, it's the only thing that gives me peace now. If I listen to Derek Prince, when I go for a walk and it's really tough, uh, and a couple of times I've walked and I've thought, oh, my word. Um, and I listen to Derek Prince and I'm like, yep, 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 yep. <laughs> and I get in. And um, so, look, in the press this week, two things. Uh, what's very, very interesting, well, this wasn't in the press, the BRCA gene, the BRCA gene that the Ashkenazi Jewish women, one in 50 of them carry it, and they will go and have mastectomies because they carry this gene. Now, genes can be upregulated or downregulated depending on your, your, your diet, your environment, your toxicity, your deficiency of vitamins, minerals, enzymes, your emotions, all of it. And when the Pfizer injection came out, uh, they noticed that women were getting lymphadenopathy, swelling of the lymph nodes and breast cancer. And the Jewish ladies were. Now, was that because they, they were being scanned more because they carried the BRCA gene? There's a study on it. It's on my, I've posted it on my Twitter feed with a little video. Or um, what? what's really, really interesting is these ladies, like all of the other charities, they put forward their members as being most vulnerable and it was said that these that carry the BRCA gene are more vulnerable to COVID so they if you like like all of the other groups all of the other chats they became cohort six so they were to be given these vaccines first now because they've got comorbidities or got things like this wrong with them should they get six they would be uh, sick they would be clinical frailty score five which means if you're over 18 and you have something wrong with your clinical frailty score five, um, and you get sick, and you don't get better without mild intervention, breathing problems, you can be placed on end-of-life care. And how are they diagnosing these people with COVID now? With an oxygen saturation monitor on your finger. It's, it's absolutely outrageous. So I thought it was quite interesting. I thought, that's really interesting. Together with Putin's statement about the Nazis and how it's continuing, We've seen them, the way they strip the soldiers in Ukraine, and a lot of them have the Nazi tattoos. Um, what is actually going on? Are these people being targeted, these women? Because the cutting off of the breasts, I know that they do this for breast cancer. I fell foul to this, and it didn't make any, any, distance, any difference to my survival. Not telling anyone else to do what I did. If you get sick or you've got cancer or you've got worsening symptoms or you've got any medication that you take, please don't listen to Tim and I. Please do go immediately and see your indoctrinated doctor. Um, we're just bells and whistles. So what what I'm saying is in satanic, satanic worship, the removal of the genitalia and the sex organs and the your breasts feeding your children is, is a satanic 
thing that's done. And can, can we point out that this is not something new in our society? This is something very exactly. old. Uh, in fact, I'll just recall, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure the majority of people here have seen the film by Mel Gibson, Braveheart. What happens at the end of that to William Wallace? And by the way, this was real history. A lot of what you see in that movie is not real history. I recommend <clears throat> that you go back and read. Uh, I can't think of the guy. I bought it for my son years ago for a present, uh, but it was on William Wallace, the foremost authority uh, of William Wallace. He The story doesn't end the way you see it in the film. Uh, it's a lot more King David-like, <laughs> if you will, in that. But what do they do there at the end? They would emasculate the men in front of the crowd before they killed them. So that was going on even in that. And who was doing all of that? Well, it was, I mean, ultimately it was Rome behind everything, behind the King of England uh, trying to stop, you know, Scotland from being free and all of this other. So they would remove that as a form of punishment. So you're exactly right. So what we're seeing now, people are just submitting to, submitting to their children. The Bible says when the children and the women lead, I mean, that's a judgment of God. And so they're listening to the children as, and most of us know a child doesn't they don't know enough to make those kinds of decisions anyway and if if they're an adult and they're trying to make those decisions Kate don't we look at those people like I mean you have lost your mind you you're outside of your head you're a reprobate that's what the bible talks I, about I, I find the gate is yeah. narrow and these people are absolutely de- demonic they've got demons in them now what is also interesting is this Uh, sales revenue from cancer drugs everybody is obsessed and stuck and talking about the horse that not only went through the opened gate long ago it's gone down the field gone down the road been captured been sold at market and it's living a new life that's how far away we are from the vaccine rollout it's already been done and it's gone so when they talk about turbo cancers these oncologists turbo cancers who is going to be getting wealthy from these turbo cancers the oncologists because they work for uh, the drug companies give them payoffs as we know because megan said it as well but they also work privately in america they get lots of kickbacks so they stand to get lots of money so it doesn't matter whether these people have got turbo cancers they're still going to be going and choosing your mustard gas and and all the other drugs that they have to have because you're so unwell with all these drugs. And also all of the iatrogenic disease causing tests in the UK. We've got physician associates who could just be a shelf stacker in a supermarket. No exam qualifications. They go on and do this training and now they are sitting ordering tests. They want the right to prescribe drugs and they want to replace all the doctors with them. How dangerous is that? This is what's happening. There is no NHS in the UK. However, back to the drugs. So the oncologists are going to be getting very, very wealthy. All of those with investments in pharmaceutical drugs, and they are all investing now in oncology, all of the vaccine companies. So your politicians or your private pensions, I took it out of mine. They're all going to be getting bigger shares because more and more people are using the drugs. Cancer was already one in two. And in the next 20 to 30 years, it was going to be 100 percent. So listen to this. Sales revenue from cancer drugs has doubled among top pharmaceutical companies in the last 10 years, exceeding $103 billion in 2019. 
Revenues from the sale of oncology drugs increased by 96% over the last decade, from 52.8 billion in 2010 to 103 billion in 2019. The progress brings with it new challenges. So um, annual meeting, oncology drugs cost on average 150,000 US dollars per year, more than double the medium household income, while while conferring a modest survival benefit, wait for it, of 2.9 to 3.7 months on average. And I repeat that. Wow. So the average cost of oncology drugs is $150,000, where the it's more than double the median household income in the United States. So you may be medium is $75,000. And while conferring a modest survival rate on average of 2.9 to 3.7 months, so it gives you an extra 2.9 to 3.7 months, along with explosive diarrhea, vomiting, ulcers all through your track, loads of other drugs. Pain, nausea, all the rest of that, things that people go out with, yeah. Moreover, 95% of the 54 new cancer medicines launched globally from 2013 to 2017 were readily available in the United States in 2018 but only 20% were available in China and 15% in India. The results are staggering, said Dr. Daniel Myers. We found that over the past decade, the proportional revenues from the sale of cancer drugs have increased by nearly 100%. Over the same time period, revenues from non-cancer drugs decreased by 20%. In terms of absolute numbers, Total sale of cancer drugs increased, as I've said, from 52.8 billion in 2010 to 103.5 billion in 2019. Based on these numbers, oncology drugs accounted for 13% of all drug revenues in 2010, but jumped to 27% by 2019. They already were gearing up before your convict. Yeah, yeah. And let's take people back. Do you remember the show we did? What was it? It was at the end of uh, 2020. I think it was in the end of 2020. It was you. We had Dr. Medeon. We had Dr. Kaufman. We had uh, Kevin. Uh, Dr. Kevin. Um, what's his name? Last name. Corbett. 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 Thank you very much. I, I have one of the senior moments. Um, we had you guys on. This was like a week after the shot rolled out. You and I had already been covering this. We'd brought, covered this with the Dr. Kaufman. We'd cover it with Dr. Corbett. We'd cover it with Dr. Mary uh, Madej, uh, that we had all this stuff out. And we were warning people, you know, don't take this shot. Don't. And, you know, I know we've had some people lying in, Kate, and I think this is exactly why government wanted to censor people like yourself they wanted to censor Sons of Liberty. They were canceling our YouTube channels, our Twitter channels, whatever we were on. Uh, by the way, yeah. uh, GP News and Neil Oliver, he's yeah, all right. And and yeah, exactly right. It, and I, you have to ask yourself certain things. And I'm going to say this. I know this is going to tick some people off, but even David Icke, 
I know a lot of you people follow David Icke. But you need to understand there's some stuff that's going on in his background, too. I, 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 there's some things that I agree with him on. There's some stuff I go, dude, you're getting weird way out here with this. Um, and I've dealt with people who are in our chat who buy into that stuff, too. But that's that's what's going on. I, I want people to, to understand what... Actually, let me change that. I don't want them to stand under something. I want them to realize. I want you to have real eyes to see what they're doing to us. And many of you do. I, I don't want to talk down to people because they're very informed, Kate. Our, 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 our audience is very informed. Some people stray because they still have some political idolatry and stuff. But they, they get the general overview of what's going on. And uh, I think the things that you're talking about here, you know, King Charles, he came out, what was it, this week or was it the last week? That I'm going to get on to that. Yeah, and you're talking about this cancer issue. So he comes to the forefront, and I got, you know, I got friends. Look, this isn't a slap down. I got friends sending me stuff about King Charles and his occultic leanings. Look, you don't have to tell me. You really don't have to tell me. He is a wicked man. He doesn't honor God. He doesn't, you know, he's supposed to be the quote-unquote head of the Church of England. No, no, no. Christ is the head of the church. Get it through your heads. No man is the head of the church. Read 1 Corinthians 12 to 14, and you'll see Christ is the head. We're the body, not a man. Get your eyes off of men, for goodness sake. They're just as sinful and uh you know, subject to to temptation as you are, including bribery, lies, um, you, you you name it. They're just as subject to you, and probably even more so in the positions that they've been given. Even though the Father gives that authority, Jesus said that to Pilate. Oftentimes, those men are submitting themselves to the devil for what he lies about, what what he claims is his friends. Just because the devil, devil said it was his, doesn't mean it was his. He's a liar. He's a liar and the father of it. Yeah, absolutely. And so when um, the BRCA gene was up in court to have its patent renewed, which was denied by the Supreme Court, and don't forget, they gene sequenced this. Uh, I think it was Myriad uh, Genetics. I think that was what it was called. They sequenced this BRCA1, and then they said, oh, we found lots of variants. Of course they did. They sequenced it, and they started playing about with it. This is all lies. Everything is a lie. Everything is a, de a deceit. And at that time, they were denied this patent. Angelina Jolie came out and said she'd had a double mastectomy because she carried the gene. And overnight, the demand for the, ge the gene test, the BRCA test, went up over 3,000%, over 3,000%. Now, I saw her walking with her handbag over her shoulder and her kids. I don't know because I didn't see her medical notes. But I will tell you that I did question it because I couldn't even lift a teacup when I'd had the mastectomy for a few days because they go through your chest muscle. I don't know. I don't know what she did, but I thought the timing was in impeccable Angelina that you come out with it when it's in court and I think it's impeccable timing that Prince Charles with his prostate even though Prince Charles is a lover of homeopathy as was the queen and the queen's horses and the corgis and there is a letter from Prince Charles at the Gerson Institute in Mexico 
on the wall where he supports the Gerson therapy. Oh, ah, yes. ah, wait, 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 wait. Uh, it's for me, but not for thee, because if I go to it, it looks smart and wise and what I need to do. But if you go, you're a tinfoil hat quackpot uh, that needs to be shut down. A- am I getting something wrong there? Yeah. So, you know, he's the London Clinic. I- I've been to the London Clinic. It's very different. Um, it's It's private. Now, this is what's happened since Prince Charles came out. Now, the Macmillan nurses... Uh, the Macmillan nurses uh, are the cancer nurses. You know, they're doing it for all the right reasons. But I love when it's, um, they have a Macmillan day where you go around all your friends' houses and you bake cakes and have tea and coffee and coffee mornings in your workplace to raise money for Macmillan. Cake with sugar, uh, white flour, milk, and all the garbage that give you, you know, feed cancer cells, basically. And tea and coffee, which you shouldn't be drinking if you've got cancer anyway. So... <laughs> Yeah, I rest my case. But look, Macmillan had a 42% increase in cancer inquiries immediately that Prince Charles announced, was a king, whatever, he's not my king, uh, that he'd got prostate cancer. Can you believe that? That was on uh, GMB News. Um, Neil Oliver apparently is not getting uh, done by Ofcom for saying the shot's dangerous, even though the radio station that I was on uh, they were told to remove me in all my shows, or they wouldn't be fined. Basically. Yeah, because Neil Oliver is not a threat. You're a threat, Kate. You're a threat for telling the truth. That's the point. Oh, bad person, me. Anyway, the limitations aside, the data plainly show that cancer drugs have really generated a lot of revenue for pharmaceutical companies in the past decade, making up for the gap for less profitable non-cancer medications, according to Dr. Chino. I think that was at one of these cancer hospitals. So what's happening now? Well, I got my little letter through the post, which would have cost about 150 quid, uh, telling me to go my do my poo test. I'm not having any of my poo. The only thing that's having my poo is my throat, <laughs> my porcelain throat. And that's why they call it the crap house, because it was Thomas Crapper who I think invented the toilet. You got that. Okay. All right. There's some history there as to why we use this term. And I told Bradley, it's kind of funny because we had a, we had a talk years ago about certain words that are used and the history behind them. And I said, and when I was a kid, if you said the word crap, my mama would literally do that on herself. Like, what are you doing? You don't say that in this house. Now we say it. It's the thing, you know, it's like Paul saying dung. It's the same thing, or other people saying the other word that I don't say. I recognize it. I don't look at people like you're bad for using that word. It, the, the basic issue is it's trash, it's garbage, it's waste. The whole point is it's waste, and the Bible says that we're to bury it. What does that say about your poo? And what do we what do we have, Kate? Now we have the young people growing up using emojis of smiling little big eyed, you know. Steaming piles of poo. That's what they use for the emojis. They're being educated on, and they're being indoctrinated on waste. That's what they're being indoctrinated on. The songs are about waste. It's about chemicals. Those are byproducts of the oil industry, of the steel industry, of the aluminum industry. All of that goes into your food. And that's a part of it. 
Mm. Apparently, it says uh, a number of myths surrounding Victorian era sanitary. He was a sanitary engineer, Thomas Crapper, namely that he invented the flash toilet and that the word crap comes from his name. <laughs> and it says, Ta da! I, I, go ahead and give me my sheep scan. I, I'm good with that. Yeah. Although the British engineer's name is now synonymous with the product he once sold, Crapper stood upon the shoulders of giants and merely refined various mechanisms of the flushing toilet. Crapper had come of an age. Anyway, <laughs> so here you are. Quite frankly, my dear, just like Prince Charles's prostate, I don't give a damn. Anyway, that's, that's so, so funny. Is this, I mean, gosh. So, um, yeah. So anyway, you know what? Let's go back to cancer here. People, people, people. I heard, I don't know whether it's true, but I heard that uh, Dr. Saul had died. Dr. Andrew Saul. I, I have not it. heard it, no. Yeah, I read it on Erin Elizabeth's. And I think she said that he'd, I, I might be wrong, he'd taken the shot. I don't know. But if he did take the shot, who knows? But listen, it just takes me back to this. People know that the COVID shot is poison. So why can they not see that everything else is poison? Why do they choose to to have one thing, but not the other? And I think the reason being is people only want to do what they want to do. So if it fits in with their life, then they'll do it. So they want to carry on eating McDonald's, drinking lots of alcohol, eating lots of junk food all the time. And then when they get sick, they don't want to do they don't want to do four coffee animals a day, 11 to 13 juices, completely change your diet. I mean, my daughter was a cheese mouse, a mouse. She ate so much cheese and she can't have it at all. And um, she's doing it. She's sticking to all of it. And she's starting to embrace the diet, even though at first she was like, um, you know, she's she's had the nicotine patches. We did that. She's she's nearly to coming to the end of the ivermectin as well. We've done it all. It's all in there. She's having the whole lot. Anyway, um, people don't want to do that, so they won't take the shot. But they'll go and take Nurofen. They'll go and they'll go and take Tylenol. They'll go and take statins, which are are vile. They'll take the birth control pill, equally vile. Anyway. Um, so all of these things, so they'll pick and choose what they do that, that suits and fits with them. Well, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. It's much easier to stop yourself getting sick than it is to try and reverse it when you are sick. Amen. Well, Kate, why did they try to do that? Because I think the issue comes down to a sin issue. And the foundations of the Bible and the Constitution, why do they do that? Why do they, <clears throat> when they... You know, are faced with this message, you have cancer, you have this, you have that. Why do people just freak out? Is it, A lot of it, I think, is the indoctrination that comes from the Mockingbird media. But the, but the second, the second issue, does it, demonstrate, does it demonstrate the lack of faith? And again, I don't do it to beat people over the head. I do it to say, wait a minute, if you've done this, why do you want some simple little peel or a shot or a therapy or whatever that's going to pop that when you won't change how you're living. And I think that's one of the things that you bear as a testimony. You know, we talk about the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. That's how we overcome. Bradley's been hitting on that all week. You bear that in the word of your testimony. 
and you bear that in the blood of the Lamb because you claim that Christ is your Lord, you bear that by testimony, not by reading books, but by experience. You have seen the Lord work in your life, and you're now seeing Him work in the life of your daughter. Yeah, and people, uh, they just want to carry on, you know, with, with what they do. And some of the things I see young people do, well, it's not just young people, the way people behave, I'm I'm really shocked. I mean, I live in, you know, right near the countryside and it's quiet. It's probably middle class. Actually, I um, I did have a giggle last week. I, I went and got some organic food. Uh, I have a real routine going now. I'm getting there uh, for, my, you know, getting extra for my daughter. And um, it's healed that riff with my ex-husband because he pays for it. I, I look after it, he pays for it all. So we're working together on this. And the, the box that they gave me was called Lesbian Donkey. And uh, what? I, yeah, the les, le, Lesbian Donkey. I roared with laughter. Apparently it's a company, I think, in Lesbos that sell olives, but it's the box... <laughs> The shops Gosh, they named themselves that? So, of course, I put it on the bonnet of my car and I laughed so hard. Oh, my goodness. I did a little video and put it on Twitter. It's kind of like said, the Isle of Man, but it's got a lot of lesbians, yeah. what I've yes. heard. I laughed. Oh, my, my goodness. Head. And, of course, I laughed my head off in the shop and said, who said the donkey was lesbian? Maybe it was non-binary. I said, I, I said, what is all this? Oh, and I had such a laugh. And my daughter, she looked at me and she said, oh, gosh, they'll just think that you're the, the middle class, um, white privileged woman who doesn't understand whatever she Oh, yeah, saying. you're privileged I with all of the stuff they're throwing at you. My goodness. More. I laughed even more. And then we had a conversation. She was at Newnham College at Cambridge. It's all women at Cambridge. One of the places at Cambridge University is a woman. She said, do you know what happened this last year? And I said, what? She said, we have grown men walking around the campus dressed as women with hairy legs who identify as women. And they are now at Newnham College in Cambridge. You know what, Kate? One of the things that needs to happen in that is when they realize that, they need to call them out publicly, laugh at them, scoff them, mock them. All of, And you people say, well, that's mean. no. What's mean is these people doing that. That's what's mean, if you want to call it that. They're going against God and what they're doing. Kate, we got about five minutes here. I meant to put this on at the first. I want to bring this on. I'll let you continue in a second. But I want people to know about it. It's a little, it's off the beaten path, but you guys need to know about it, okay? This guy right here, Mark Robinette. I, I just, I want to throw it in. Uh, I meant to do it at the first, so I've been meaning to do it for several shows, but we pre-record, and for whatever reason, it's in another browser. Mark Robinette, this is this guy right here. I have personal experience, I've had personal experience with Mark. Uh, Mark was the guy who showed up. We had Michael Ware, which was my former pastor in uh, Blacksburg here, South Carolina, at Holly Ridge uh, Church. It's a Presbyterian church. It was a Reformed Baptist church before. Mark Robinette came down... And we were going to transfer over into uh, Presbyterian, uh, the Presbyterian government, um, this there, because that's what we believed in, because that's what we believe the Bible showed. And Mark came down, and immediately we had to deal with an issue of sin uh, regarding a man and affections toward—it's not even minors, it's prepubescent children, girls, okay? Brazen stuff. I mean, we're talking about devilish stuff here. 
and the guy didn't even understand why he was being rejected from an elder. Mark Rebinette came in to that situation, helped our pastor, um, and dealt with that situation, and then ordained our pastor in the presbytery. Uh, also, you know, had a lot of people come in. He'll about two weeks ago. Uh, actually, it's been about three weeks ago. I think now, on January twenty sixth. His house caught fire, and he got his wife and his children who were living there out, and the whole thing was engulfed in fire, and two of his boys, his youngest boys, aged 10 and 17, he gave no regard to himself, but he ran into the house to save those boys, and he couldn't save them, and they found their bodies together. There's no doubt in my mind that Mark got those boys together and they probably praised the Lord and they gave glory because I know Mark, I know him very little but I know him that they praised the Lord and they just asked them to take him to him and he did and there's a GoFundMe here you can find it at Tragic Fire Takes Three Lives Family Home Lost at GoFundMe they'll have almost, they have nothing they're left with nothing they have no earthly possessions at all Friends, listen to me. Those of you who name the name of Christ, go to this GoFundMe. I'll drop it in the chat. Okay? Support this family. Galatians 6 tells us that we should do good to all men, especially those of the household of faith. This is the household of faith. This right here. And this made national news, by the way. This man giving his life. What does the Bible tell us about Jesus? Jesus looked at his disciples. And he said, no greater love has a man than he laid down his life for his friends. How much more the man who lays down his life for his children. Isn't that what God has done? Isn't that what the gospel is? That the Father who created us all, and not all of us can call him Father, because we've rebelled against him. We've said, you can keep your inheritance, you can keep your titles, and all that stuff. We've rebelled against him. How much more the Father has demonstrated His love in the death of His Son for His people? Yep, He has. And Mark and his family need our help. Again, I'll point you back over there. Tragic fire takes three lives. Family home loss. Put that into GoFundMe.com. Uh, if you want to take each of those words and put a hyphen in between it, that'll take you right to the the link. They've all they've had almost their goal of three hundred thousand dollars. This family doesn't have a house. They don't have clothes. They don't have anything. And they've started to release the funds. The lady, Shauna Nitzel, who set this up, they've already started releasing funds to this family. I meant to bring this on. Please forgive me for not doing that. I know you guys are eager to show your love and demonstrate that to other people, and I think that's a good thing. So I wanted to get that out of the way. Kate, if you'll hang on, uh, we'll say goodbye. Uh, we'll let you finish up here in just a second. Uh, guys, Bradley will be with you at 3 uh, have a great weekend, a great Lord's Day. Get with the people of God. Open up your home. Pray with them. Read the Word of God. It's powerful. If you don't know how to preach, it's okay. Read the Word of God. Encourage them. Spur one another on to love and good works. We'll see you Monday, Lord willing, 6 a.m. Talk to you then. All right, Kate, I'm going to give it back to you. I wanted to throw that in because I completely forgot to throw that in. And guys, I will drop the link here uh, shortly into the chat.
terrible, absolutely terrible. And, you know, when I worked in the emergency room and people would um, come in that had been in a house fire and they, they didn't have anything. It's a terrible, terrible way to die. People come in utterly in shock into the emergency room because of smoke inhalation. And there was a wonderful little charity up in Nottingham and it was a camper van um, and it would come to the emergency department and it had loads of clothing, toys, toiletries, and it would come to the emergency room so that when the people were discharged, they would go in and get some clothing, a few, a few change of outfits, toiletries, have a shower in it. And it was run by a charity. Um, so that they had something to get them through the next couple of days. And uh, I, I used to often think, oh, my word. And just, uh, I don't know whether people are aware, in the UK, we we all put our sheets and towels into what we call our airing cupboard where our tank is. And there's, uh, you know, the, the hot water tank. If you get a fire in there, often your insurance will be nil and void because they say you shouldn't store stuff in there. And it was one of the fire crews years ago told me that. Um, but fire is uh, a terrible way to die. A terrible. And I, for one, I have smoke detectors on the ground floor, on the second floor. I have uh, carbon monoxide uh, a detector as well. And every week when I do my cleaning, I check my smoke detectors. I got into the habit of doing it when the children were young. You press a button and it beeps and it has a battery backup and it's on the electrics. So very, very important. And I also sleep with the keys in the door, but turned. Now, I know people go, uh, oh, you shouldn't ever leave the keys in the door. No, but you can take them. Uh, you take them out when you go to bed. And what you do is you have something on the key that you recognize it by feel. So I keep the keys for the front of the back door, not on a bunch of keys. They're on their own on this big, the back door is there on a pom-pom, a big ball. And it's so that if you have fire, you can easily identify the key to get in the door. If you stay in a hotel, the first thing you should always do is locate the fire exits when you're in, in your hotel room and count how many doors and in which direction is your fire exit. Because don't forget, if there's smoke and you're keeping down low and you can't see, you need to count with your hands how many doors there are that will get you to the stairwell. Hmm. So, so Kate, I'll, I'll, I'm very curious about this thing. You know, we've seen this with Charles. We've seen this with the, the prostate cancer and stuff. This issue of this link between Ashkenazi Jews, which, by, by the way, folks, just so if you haven't read, I would highly encourage people are going to say it's tinfoil hat. It's not true. It's, the, it's absolutely true. It's absolutely true. The 13th tribe. Read that book. The 13th tribe. I'll drop it in the, uh, in the link here. If you haven't read it, you need to understand what the modern day Jew, the people who call themselves Jews and are not, according to Scripture, because you have to have the faith of Abraham, you have to have your heart circumcised, we've been through all this before. I would highly recommend you read that so you understand. So what is the link here between the Pfizer shot and these Ashkenazi Jews, Kate? Because what did we hear out of Israel? They're like the, the um, what's the word I want to use? They're the Petri dish 
in all of this mRNA stuff, they were the ones focused on about just forcing it on their people to the max, even more than it was tried to push on you guys in England or us in, in the U.S. Yeah, I don't know. All I know is that they uh, are more likely to have the, what they call the inherited harmful variant, BRCA1, BRCA2, and it's increased increases a woman's risk of breast and ovarian cancer and in the Jewish community. And there's there's a study on it. Uh, but it's interesting. Did these these women then uh, they said that they were more you know vulnerable to COVID? So they became, you know, first in line to get the shot. They were offered it earlier. And then they were seeing lymphoadenopathy and breast cancer in these people. But is that because they were tested more? I don't know. I just now knowing what I know about cancer, knowing how they got that BRCA gene, how they looked at the sequence, that uh, myriad genetics, how they did it, how they then went on and then found more variants. When you think and you look at the PCR test, the more I learn about everything, the more I think everything is a lie. And are people just targeted for who they are? And I think, yes, they are. I think if one follows scripture, the answers are all there. And um, I think that what we see now is exactly, oh, how dare I say it, but we might. What we're seeing is it's a thousand years of Nazi rule. Yeah, it, it, it's exactly that. Absolutely. People yeah, people they can call me Tin Hat. They like I really don't. I'm be, listen. Trust me, I don't care. I just need to be right with God. So when I take my last breath and I go in judgment, it's did I do enough? Yes, I do enough. Did I repent and everything else? But look, let's this, for all you men out there worried about your prostate. Uh, lots of things. First of all, zinc inhibits the enzyme that converts your good testosterone to your bad testosterone. About 21 years worth of zinc left in the earth. They're using it for industrial purposes. Uh, glyphosate stops the plant from being able to take up zinc. So you're already eating zinc. Can deficient. I throw something in there? How do we know there's, there's only 21 years of zinc? I mean, is that another indoctrinated thing that they've put out to us? Or is that no, what I, you're I actually in? read it in a really good, credible okay. light side. It was on the light side. I read it years ago. On the light side, not on the dark side. But uh, but, 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 but let's, yeah. let's be... Let's be if, yeah, the Lord, if the Lord requires of us certain things to causes to function hat i mean we've talked about this before that's why i don't want to leave it at that because you and i have both said out of our own mouths the lord has given us all things that we need right well has yeah. he given us all things or has he limited that that's kind of the well, i don't care if it's a credible source or not has he done that or yeah. is he not i think we should be growing all of our own that's what we need to do amen i totally agree totally so, agree so should you be wearing skin-tight Kelvin Klein pants? No. Your testes hang outside your body for a reason. The skin is as thick as your eyelid uh, for, for maximum good sperm production. Um, you know, uh, it, it's natural for men to ejaculate, and, and they should be. And um, they should be eating a good nutrient-dense diet and wearing loose shorts or no shorts, just wear your trousers, but certainly not cozying those up. Uh, all day long, every day. It's different if you're playing right. sport. Yep. But they shouldn't be like cozying in there. Um, anyway, there's studies involving three urology centers 
and they looked at uh, a, a lot of the things I'm going to talk about now, a, a cup a cup of pumpkin seeds. You can pop them in a food processor. I actually don't like putting things too much in food processors because the heat generated over things can damage your enzymes. But you can make your own pumpkin seed butter. But look, a prescription of sal palmetto, Serenoa repens. If you've got any la- large prostate or even if you just want to not get it, 320 milligrams daily of a product standardized to 80 to 95 percent fatty acids. And it's been shown in numerous studies to to improve the symptoms of an enlarged prostate or prostatitis. It, It appears to reduce hormone stimulation of the prostate tissue. Beta cytosterol. 100 uh, up to 160 to 130 milligrams improves the symptoms of benign uh problems um rye pollen take it whatever it says on the container where you get it it lessens the symptoms of benign prostatic prostatic hyperplasia um nettle tea nettle root take 120 milligrams twice daily pigium Africanum, I hope I've said that wrong. Um, it's from it's from the bark of an African tree, basically. And you can get if you can get the bark, just bubble it up and make a tea and drink it. Zinc, as I've said, 100, uh, 100 milligrams daily for two months, and then drop down to 50 milligrams daily for a maintenance dose. And don't forget to take your copper three milligrams when you take the zinc always. Essential fatty acids, well, that's your flax, flax oil, 3,000 milligrams. Um, of flax oil or fish oil daily cut down on your red meat um cut down on your alcohol cut down on your fat uh it i'm not saying don't take it i'm just saying cut it down you know people eat far too much and don't eat enough fresh fruit and vegetables so these are things that you you can do um where's some general i know that all of these things um massively help reflexology will help hydrotherapy uh people are big fans of a big cold shower first thing in the morning a freezing cold one that my help. son is t- taking that up quite yeah, a bit yeah yeah good luck with that one i'm not doing it <laughs> yeah me <laughs> um, neither not till i have yeah. to but i go to bed like a bag lady it's several t-shirts sweatshirts socks i only take the socks off to put the feet on the grounding mat once it's warmed up i i have two duvets on I, and then I open the window and then the, the dogs get under the covers with me because it gets a bit chilly. But uh, yeah, I like to be toasty warm. But these um, are things that you can do to to really help yourself. Like I say, the root cause is infection, uh, prostate enlargement leading to infection, food allergies, food allergies and dehydration. Are you drinking enough? Four ounces every hour of water, clean water, not your little Brita filter. You've got to be doing a Berkey, a distiller, or ideally both, or a good bottled water. Um, these are things that you should be doing to, to help. We are mostly water. Why should you be doing it? Because you don't want to be going into the hospital with what is coming with the hospitals. That's right. You don't want to be having all of that treatment. And I was listening to a guy today who's his friend. I can't verify. I've not spoke to him, but apparently she went and had 
a lumpectomy on her breast. They wanted to just go and have X amount of chemo. And she said, you know what, I'm not going to have that anymore. So she received a letter saying, should she get any recurrence of the cancer, they wouldn't treat her because she declined the treatment in the first place. I'd like to see that letter and I would take them to task on it. But it's much better to avoid these things. It really is. And no, I, I know men that have had prostate surgery. They've lost their erection. And one man, he's not even got a prostate bed, but his PSA is still climbing. So what is causing it? Um, I I really think everything is bacteria and I think everything is parasites. And Dr. Cass Ingram, uh, rest, his, uh, rest in peace. He was wonderful. I did a podcast with him. He invited me on this podcast. Amazing doctor, American. I think he was Dr. Cass Ingram. He said, um, I think he was American. Maybe he's English. I can't remember. Anyway, he said, even like lymphomas, they're all just infection. It's all infection. The same as, um, I'm not telling anyone to do it. I'm not telling anyone to do it. But I do know of people that drink an eighth of a teaspoon of borax and all their joint pain has disappeared. Yep, I've heard some of those things as well. Uh, I also wanted to throw this in. Somebody mentioned hospicils, and that's a word Kate is yeah. coined. You need, you need to copyright that. I bet you. I bet you get some. Uh, you get some good. Uh, yeah, revenue from that. By the we way, our hospitals, the scare homes. Yeah, the scare the homes. National, yeah. The national Side service. Yeah, that's right. The, our friend Scott Shara, I don't know if you know, but he, they opened up their store this week. I got one of the shirts that he had on at Red Peel. I ordered that, uh, and I told people we'll do this. We'll drop this in the uh, comment section as well. Unvaccinated lives matter, right? And then I said, I called Scott the other day. I said, I ordered my shirt. I got one shirt coming. I'll promote it You know, when I get it here. We'll have it on. But this one right here, I said, this is what Kate needs right here hospitals the new killing fields because you've gone a lot further than that and of course you're you've got your 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 thing there of grace and you know what oh, it's my, it sits on my um it yeah. sits on my filing cabinet so yeah and and I, and I, I told i every still get very emotional when i talk about this because you know i we have a grace here virginia grace we we that's one of our daughters and you know um when i think about he's got a daughter that I mean, she wasn't helpless because she had Down syndrome. You can see from her her site, uh, ouramazinggrace.net. You can see she was lively. She's full of life. And these people targeted her. You want to talk about a hate crime? Every crime is born out of hate. It, it, it comes out of a lack of love for the person. And when they do that, I got to tell you, every time I talk with Scott and I and I let my mind wander there, I turn into a baby because I tell Scott, I said, I got a grace. She didn't have Down syndrome, but I love her the same way you love your daughter. And I said, for people to go do that, I mean, it takes me to some dark places where I want to go do some Samson stuff, some Old Testament kind of, you know, judges stuff. Why? Why do I want to? Is it because, look, I'm a wicked man. I confess that. But I do it because, or I feel that way, because I think that's the heart of the Lord, too. That's not wickedness. That is an issue of wanting to stop the crimes against the people. And, um, you know, here, here's Scott. He's doing it. So you guys, if you want to help out and, and help Scott, and you guys know Scott. He's a good man. He bears his testimony, and he, and he holds forth the blood of the Lamb. So if you agree with that, and you want to push that, and you want to help him do that, and he's doing a lot, Kate. I mean, he's getting out 
to a yes, lot of people. Case is, is case is October. Yes. I was hoping to go there uh, for the case for a week and cover it for TNT, but obviously it's all dependent on my daughter. I um, and you and I were both in um, Des Moines. That that was like the flight flight yes. from hell. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and he, he was the first one who came up to me when I came off the stage and uh, and he cried and we went for lunch with himself, his lovely wife and their friends. And he's lost two of his children. Yeah, he lost his son too. Son, a daughter and a daughter and his son committed suicide. And um, I, I said to his wife, I, I, I just hooked her. I, I said, how, how does one... How does one go on? You know, I, I've thought a lot about that. I've thought a lot about Grace over the last six weeks. I thought a lot about her. And, um, uh, you know, Grace would have been the same age as my younger daughter. But the way he he tackled it, he wrote a lovely thing about cats because, of course, Grace loved cats, absolutely loved her cats. And... Uh, uh, amazing she was amazing about to take a driving test he gave me some t-shirts so i leave that on my calendar uh, my filing cabinet so i see her all the time and when i do interviews and i pull the desk around everybody else sees grace as well yeah i think that i think that's a good reminder of you know just the kind of cost that this kind of stuff has has rendered um and there are probably many people who are listening to this, Kate, who have lost loved ones uh, in the targeting of them for various reasons or in the targeting of them in these shots we've seen over the past four years. And uh, everybody, well, the people that I know, they want, they want the solution to that, and that is justice. Bring a stop to this. Scott wants that to see that, and I'm glad he has the spiritual perspective to see I want people to repent, too. I want justice, but I want people to repent. Stop doing what you're doing. It's the same message Jesus gave to the woman caught in adultery. Go and sin no more. And some people have a problem with that message. They want to be comfortable in their sin and, and say, well, God's just going to cover cover me with grace in my sin. No, he's not. Yeah, they, not, <laughs> if you in, not if you're in love with your sin. He's not doing that. That is not a biblical message. And I don't care what you say. That's not a biblical message. When God changes your heart let me tell you something friends you become a new creation you don't you don't want to conduct yourself in the same manner in the same fashion with the same intents and the same desire you don't want to do that in fact john first john tells us that we don't practice sin anymore that is not our practice it was before but that's not our practice now and uh, and so we we've, we've got to turn from that um kate i'm going to give you the final word here he is. Ch- chug, that, chug that juice. My boys are making mine now. They, they come here's, in and they Here's go. my final word. This was put here for us by Amen. the Lord. Yes. He gives us everything, every seed-bearing fruit. He gives us the herbs. This is what you should be. Let food be thy medicine. This is what will keep you healthy, what will keep you well. It is not... Pharmacia. All nations will be deceived by the merchants and that's their right. Souls. That's at Revelation eighteen twenty three. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. 
That's a good word, Kate, because every week you come on, the, the main thing you focus on is, and you don't, Bradley uses this term, you don't speak out of school. You speak from what you know from experience, not just what you learned in the books. You took what you learned in the books and you put them to use and you're alive today when your friends are long gone. And so you are, you're not speaking out of school about the things you speak on. And it's funny, I, I put in a thing the other day uh, because we were, I was, I was share. I think I was sharing with somebody about having you on the show, and uh, I think they wanted to get in touch with. I, I'm not remembering what the conversation was about. Anyway, I pulled up some stuff, and it was, it was constant, constantly this stuff. If you use Google, I call them goofy. Uh, if you use the goofy internet search and you put in Kate Shimron, you're going to see all of the rags over there in the 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 EU the shamed. Shamed uh, nurse Kate Shimrani is blah blah blah, and I'm sitting here going, "Does this woman sound shamed to you?" No, she sounds confident <laughs> in the one who taught her. Right? You sound confident in the one that taught you, and you're even applying it. I mean, boy, you want to talk about a testing ground? You're not applying to somebody who you don't have any affinity for at all. You're applying it to your daughter here. That's to me, that is the essence of what we see with Abraham. What does he do? He obeys the Lord in the midst, believing that even if he has to slay his son, the book of Hebrews tells us that he believed because God's promise and God cannot lie, he believed that God would raise him from the dead to fulfill his promise. And I I believe the same thing about you. I think that that our conversations have communicated. You believe God's going to do something more than just heal your daughter, and that's why you're doing what you're doing. And, you know, can you imagine the stakes are so high because it's her choice. I said, I will do whatever you want. I will support you either way. I'm not going to force you. You do what you want to do. She knows what I think about it. And um, but, you know, I've faced backlash already. I've even faced these people, uh, uh, you know, trying to say, get the police involved. What? Um, The stakes are high. You know, people people want to blame. So, you know, I, I've just carried on and I I just watch her do it. And she's doing it. She's doing it. And she is, she weighs, she weighs 42 kilos. I think one of my legs weighs 42 kilos. Um, you know, she's, she was already a lean, skinny mini. Now she's really lean. And, um, and she just carries on. She just carries on and does it. And, She's starting to to listen to her body and rest. And she's taught herself to crochet from the internet. Nice. While she's been home. And um, she came to me the other day. This was so sweet because we've had our moments, let me tell you, mothers and daughters. Um, She crocheted me a love heart. And it's hanging on my bed. That's the real stuff right there. Yeah. And, you know, that is because... I've told you privately, we've had our moments yeah. just before she was sick. We but, had the, our but look at what the Lord is doing in it. You've even talked to me, and I you know, I leave that to you. That's private stuff. But you've even talked to me about certain moments where you were just like, whoa, what in the world is going on here? And then the, the next the next day, it's something complete. It's some, There's a change that's going on there. And you know what? In Jesus' name, we believe he's going to be the overcomer in this, not the devil. I know there's people out there, Kate, who think the devil's behind every little rock, that he's running everything. No, he's not. He's not. 
Our daddy is running it, isn't he? Isn't our father the one who's running all things? And he wants to see whether or not we love him and we want to obey him. And I'll tell you what, when we demonstrate that both in private and before men, you know what? He's going to take over. He's going to, as Toby Mac sings, he's going to steal the show and he's going to show off in front of the people. Why? Because God's not an idolater. He is the true and living God and he wants our worship. He wants our love. And I'll tell you what, he bestows upon us the blessings the same blessings he's always given to his people if we'll just but repent stop sinning stop breaking his law and if we'll stand fast in that we'll see the glory of the lord we'll we'll see it and i think i think you're seeing bits of that kate i hear it in some of the stories you tell me and i think when we come to the end of this god's going to get all the glory and we're going to see what he does not only through you but also through your daughter as well yeah i tell you Eventually, uh, you know, we, God willing, in time, um, because it's it's early days yet, but it will be it will be interesting to tell that story um, because we one of the stories I told you, myself and my ex husband were like, you know, the fact I sat New Year's Eve with my ex husband, the first New Year I've had with him in over a decade, and I sat at my table with him. Um, well, and the Lord's given you favor as well. I mean, he's just right there saying, you know what to do, do it. And he's supportive of that, even in the midst of everything that's went on in the past. That's the grace of God. That really is the grace of God. And he's having a little baby with his new wife. And and I've been, you know, helping with that. And so, yeah, it, it's, it's all cool. Anyway, the forest beckons me for taking those two rats a walk. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and... And, you know, uh, people say, how can you be bothered when you're so tired? Because when I go for my walks, I leave everything. And and in the beginning, I couldn't go. I had to to leave somebody with my daughter. But Simone Plout came around. When I go for a walk now, my other daughter's just arrived. She's with my daughter. I go and, and I go a lovely walk. I touch the trees. I give thanks for everything I see in front of me. And it's a time when I listen to Psalms, when I listen to prayer, when I just listen to anything sometimes there's the odd couple of people i phone or i take phone calls from um not many um because it's my time and it 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 restoreth my soul amen amen you know i was thinking about that today we live in such a culture and here i am when i say i'm a redneck guys i mean i'm the guy i like to live without all the stress without all the rush without all the time constraints and everything else like that and, you know, the bio, that to me is the, and it's not to say you shouldn't be busy, but that to me is the direct opposite of the scripture where it says, be still and know that I'm God. Quit getting caught up in the things of the world and be still. And I think what you're talking about there is a time, even though you're moving, you're quiet before the Lord and you're saying, speak to me. You know, yeah, I'm the listening. Answers the answers come. Yes. And before I go to sleep at night, I always say, tomorrow I'll know what to do. Anyway, I would like to bid you all adieu and uh, uh, and apologies if I look tired. Roll with it. <laughs> and I will see you all next week talking about something else that we can find. Um, but I tell you, I want to get someone on about German new medicine. It should make everyone feel empowered. Um, you don't have to do it their way. You really don't. Because Amen. It, it, it's it's everything's already here anyway tim have a lovely afternoon and i will see you guys soon 
All right. Thank you, Kate. All right, guys, uh, catch Bradley at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Again, get with the people of God. Open up your home. Um, spur one another on to loving good works. You know, hospitality is one of those characteristics of uh, those who are put in authority in the Christian church. Just read First Timothy chapter 3, uh, Titus chapter 1. You'll see what I'm talking about. Open up your home. Be hospitable to your neighbors or friends or even people who aren't friends. Uh, give them a meal. Um, spur them on to loving good works. Give them the gospel message. Love them with that by your deeds and by your words, not just one or the other, but by both, and uh, see what the Lord will do. And then, Lord willing, we're going to see you back here in the morning, 6 a.m. on Monday. Talk to you then.